Demons in the Grave by Elrico Fowler. The notice informed them that it was a temporary matter. For five days, the electricity would be cut off for one hour, beginning at 8 p.m. Every damn time. It never fails. Every damn time my show comes on, they want to work on something. And every time they fix something, they break something. Damn. They know damn well my show is coming on at 8. It, you know damn well them people don't know that your show is coming on. Counsel Mr. Buck. Bringing some reason into the mix to dampen Ed's conspiratorial tirade. But I'm going to hate being locked down for that hour in the dark. Can't even read. It'll be a be like a grave in there. You close your eyes, you see in pitch black, you open your eyes, still pitch black. I'd rather be in the grave than in this hellhole, retorted Ed, wiping sweat off the brow of his meaty bald head. Quickly and easily irritated, Ed was renowned for his excessive complaining. Mr. Buck always wondered why Ed hadn't had a heart attack yet. Can't look at your shoe on the grave, Ed. All those demons you have will be whooping your ass. And that will be way longer than an hour. Huh. That's some bullshit, Ed responded. After some time for thought, his eyes focused on a spot that didn't exist, as he imagined being in a grave getting his ass whooped for eternity by his demons. Everybody has some, he thought. At 907, the electricity came back on. The men began to become impatient because they knew that the power was off way past an hour. The lights in the cells exploded into life like a supernova, causing the men's eyes to experience stabbing pain as they adjusted and absorbed the artificial luminescence. The doors clicked and hissed open when the airlocks were released. Most men took their time to exit their temporary isolation and sense deprivation. Some remained asleep. Ed jetted out to get the TV remote control so that he could catch the rest of his other show. He trotted down the tier towards the stairs and came to an abrupt halt. Out of the peripheral of his left eye, he caught the scene of another prisoner lying on the floor of his cell like he was backstroking in a red sea. Both wrists and throats slit. The pungent aroma of death escaped into the day room, punching his nostrils on his way out. He stood transfixed to in a state of shock while a voice in his head said to him, Ed, you don't want this. Get medical up here. Get a nurse. This man is bleeding out. Bleeding out. Get the Sarge. Get the nurse. He yelled at the officer in the control booth, although he knew it was too late. All of the other men came rushing out to inspect, stirred awake by the booming voice of Ed. They all witnessed the scene in their cell in the cell before them, some horrified, some walking away shaking their heads in disbelief, anger, shame. Mr. Buck embraced his friend Ed, comforting him. Demons in the grave, he thought. They wept together for the things they now knew.